sixth round. TJ Hoshimazone. Yes. Lock it up. Who? What? Uh, TJ House of Vanilla. Uh, all right. TJ. TJ, who's your mama? Put him on the board. House Mazzoli. Got it. Championship. And welcome to the new weekend waiver wire. I guess uh I guess going forward we're gonna have to start calling it the weekday waiver wire. Uh, yeah, this is me, Steady Eddie. I know you missed me on uh, Saturday, and there's a reason to that, and I want to explain it. Uh, basically, I was recording the episode uh, Friday night, getting it ready for Saturday, and as I'm re-listening to the episode, I realize a weekend, a waiver wire show on the weekend doesn't make sense. It doesn't help you. It doesn't help you get the we- the waiver players that you need. Uh, it's more just me making it sound like I know what I'm talking about and I want to be right and you guys don't need that Uh, you guys need someone who's going to help you win your fantasy that's what I'm here for that's what I want to do and that's what I'm here to do so let's get into it man um this is going to be the new night. We're going to be recording every Monday night right after the uh, NFL uh, ends uh, with week one Monday night football. Tonight, uh, we all got to watch the Monday night football game between the Packers and the Lions. Kind of went exactly the way that we all thought it would. Uh, if you had anybody on the Packers, you should have played them. Aaron Rodgers had a game, uh, four touchdowns, over 250 yards. Aaron Jones had his, t- you know, four touchdown game that I feel like he does like every year. I mean, it's convenient that he gets to play the Lions twice a year, so that might explain it. Um, but yeah, uh, if you played anyone on the Packers, you had a good night. Uh, hopefully that was able to get you that dub. Um, if you even went with like, you know, a Jared Goff or you know, DeAndre Swift, things like that. They didn't play terrible. I mean, you can't expect the like, guys like Swift uh, and Goff to like win you leagues, right? But um, any night they can come in, put up some points. I mean, uh, Swift ended up with 11.8 in PPR league, so it's not terrible. Um, but again, he's not going to be that guy for you, right? He's not going to be the guy that's going to be Mr. Consistency hovering around that 17 to 20 points every week. He's just not. Um, so if you're looking for that, no, it's not going to happen. Plus he's got that split share with Williams, and I feel like they're really – really into splitting those carries they don't want to just give it to one um but yeah that's that was the monday night game and let's get into it man we got some we got some waiver pickups to look at this is we after week two this is when you can kind of start looking around your roster and think like who do i drop who do i keep uh why am i dropping him here type thing so um if you're looking for some help if you had some injuries along the way if you had any running back for the niners uh then that's what i'm here for we're gonna get you some get you some pickups uh so basically uh episode or segment number one uh it's gonna be like our usual we usually did like a news and notes section but we're gonna mix it up a little bit it's a little early this in the week uh right now to go through the news and notes we'll t- go over some injuries as we're talking some players uh, but week one uh episode Segment number one, excuse me. We're just going to go straight into the waiver wires of the week. We're going to go through who we think is should be picked up, who you guys should be targeting, and I'm going to rank them. Uh, after I give you all the players that I think you guys should be looking at, I'm going to tell you who you should use that waiver pick on uh, and then who you should use, you know, rank your picks going down the line, uh, depending on what you need. Uh, segment number two, 
we're going to go into um, the Fantasy Football League uh, that we got with all the other podcasts with Beer Fuel Fantasy Football and Football Garbage Time. We're going to give you a recap of the first two weeks, let you know how everyone sits, uh, and let you just know who's dominating the league and uh, who's squandering. So um, we're going to get into that in segment number two. And segment number three, I'm going to start doing a daily fantasy um, segment where I pick my daily fantasy by using Yahoo uh, Daily Fantasy to use that pick, mostly because I live in Nevada and uh, you can't get FanDuel or DraftKings. And apparently, you can't even look at the websites if you live in Nevada. I did not know this, uh, but I do now. And Yahoo is the only one I could pull up. So we're going to get you our daily fantasy Yahoo League um, week that you can look at. Copy it if you want to win. If you don't, then don't um but we're gonna go ahead and get you that in segment number three as well uh, again new night weekend waiver wire moving to the weekday so maybe call it the weekday waiver wire i don't know we'll see but uh stay tuned and um thanks you all for listening and uh let's get right into it Get right back into it. So, here's the deal. I know before I'd break it down, quarterback, running back, receiver, tight end, online guys you want to pick up, but now I'm just giving you all the players, okay? You guys make the choices. It's your teams. You're going to know who you want, and I know what everyone's thinking right now is I need running backs. So, we are going to start with some running backs here. Um, Number one option, I think, uh, for fantasy this week is Cordero Patterson. I know we've had Patterson in the past. He has big games and just kind of falls away right after having that big game. But apparently Atlanta wants to use him all, you know, for everything. Not only like rushing, he only had 11 yards last week, but five catches, 58 yards, two touchdowns, uh, 24 fantasy points roughly. I mean, the guy was getting work. And Atlanta's terrible, right? You can't really look at him to be a running back he's not going to get you the 100 yards games on the ground they still got Mike Davis for that but they are going to get him the ball in the air and he can also play receiver I mean he is a receiver at the end of the day they're going to get him screens they're going to get him the ball Uh, I mean two touchdowns looks like Matt Ryan likes him in the red zone Um, so I definitely think uh, Patterson is a valuable option going forward and plus Atlanta's going to be down in games they're going to have to throw to get back into it Uh, I think Patterson is definitely an option uh, if you need that running back which I think we all are kind of looking at that right now um, and saying where can we get some help at running back Uh, plus they got a game I believe they play the Giants this week so that actually might be beneficial as well Giants defense still isn't very good Um, and you know what at the end of the day uh, give me a running back a receiving running back, I should say, on a bad team. They're the ones who are going to get the most work. Uh, and that brings us to another receiving running back who's not on a bad team, but uh, he's the quarterback who's going to like the check down. He's going to need his running backs uh, to be involved in the passing game because he's young, right? Uh, we're going to New England, and you got uh, James White. 
James White has always been that uh, receiving back, right? Right now he's rostered in only 55% of leagues uh, on ESPN. So more than likely he is available uh, in your league. Um, but last week he had about 18.5 fantasy points, got in the end zone, but six catches for 45 yards. I mean, you just take that alone without the end zone, that's getting you 10.5 points. And at this point, if you're looking for a running back on the waiver wire, 10.5 points sounds pretty good uh, compared to the other options that you might be having. Um so, yeah, I think uh, he's going to get more involved in the passing game as the game as the uh, year goes on. And plus, if he breaks a couple runs, he can be the guy getting all the all the all the runs uh, in New England. We all know that uh, Belichick kind of just rides with the hot hand, right? It's tough to get uh, a running back out of New England. It's kind of like Kyle Shanahan in uh, San Francisco. Uh, if he's running well, he's going to get it. But He's going to be the guy that's always in on third down. So I think James White's your most consistent option to get in uh, New England. And again, he's, like I said, available 55% of the leagues. Um, let's move on. We're now we're going to get into some wide receivers, or at least a wide receiver. We're going to go into Indy and look at Zach Paschal. Now, Zach Paschal has emerged. He, he's, a, he's a red zone target, right? Red zone targets are big. Carson Wentz loves him. He's hit him for touchdowns in back-to-back weeks. Um, not getting a huge amount of targets. Uh, he had five catches for only 38 yards. So, uh, really, that, that short game is kind of where he kind of thrives, if you will. But red zone targets are huge, man. If you can get a touchdown, you know, I'm not saying he's going to have 16 touchdowns. But um, there's so much depth at wide receiver. If you've got an injury, let's say you had um, uh, Landry out in uh, Cleveland. Uh, maybe you had um, De- Deontay Johnson out in uh, Pittsburgh, and they're going to be down for a week. You just need someone to kind of fill in the spot. I think Pascal is a legitimate option. Uh, the only thing I'd worry about um, – with Pascal is Wentz getting hurt. Uh, so if you are going to make that move for him, I don't think it's necessarily a guy that you have to put a waiver option in for, but I do think keep an eye on it for like Friday, you know, Saturday, if he's still, he'll still be available. Um, and if he is, you got to swoop him. I think if uh, you get the okay that Wentz is playing, I think he's a good option. Only if it rostered in 14% of league. So he's definitely available. Uh, going into the next week uh also the next guy this is like the wide receiver pickup of the week in my opinion um and we're gonna go out to denver and uh gonna have uh, teddy two gloves is what we're gonna be calling him now no more teddy check down as he's uh he's just balling out in uh out in denver but i think teddy is a good option like that's a legitimate uh, quarterback option there, but he's got to get the ball to someone, and that guy's going to be Tim Patrick. Uh, only rostered in 12% of the leagues. Jerry Judy being out for the next six to eight um, with that ankle injury. Uh, hey, just going to open him up to be that wide receiver number two. Last week, 37 receiving yards, a touchdown, three catches. Um, and he's had over 12 points in both of the Broncos' first two games, and one of those games was with Judy. Uh, <clears throat> plus, you got the Jets coming in next week, uh, and the Jets – Defense is just, I mean, just defense isn't terrible. Jones didn't throw for too many yards, only about 180, I think it was, against the Jets last week. But Teddy's a different breed, man. Like, they're going to be doubling Noah Fant. They're going to have to put a guy on Sutton, uh, who's the number one clearly in uh, Denver. So you're going to, Patrick's going to be that guy. Like, Patrick's was a consistent option last year, even. Uh, but he, he has injury injury issues, right? So while he's healthy, you got to keep him. He does get those, like I said, he gets those touchdowns, and I'm really big into the uh, the touchdown game. Um, 
So if you're going to get those red zone targets, I think you can add them. Uh, you can even play them in like a daily fantasy spot um, for like cheap. Like he's probably going to be like, I, I know I'm just using Yahoo because that's what I've been using, but I saw him available, I think for like 10, 11 bucks uh, in your Yahoo daily fantasy. Um, and with that being said, man, He's a guy that you, he's value. You know what I mean? Like you get him cheap and you can get a Patrick Mahomes. Uh, or you can get, you know, a Kyler Murray type deal in that daily fantasy. So, uh, look for Tim Patrick. I think he's going to have a good week against the Jets. I expect him to get in the end zone at least once. And I think that target's going to go up. I think he's going to have at least seven to eight targets if I were to guess. Um, <clears throat> and hopefully the Jets can keep it close. Uh, it's going to be two defenses, uh, two teams that like to play defense. Um, and Wilson's going to have a rough go of it week in uh, back-to-back weeks. So I know uh, week one we said that uh, – that uh, Davis uh, is the number one guy in New York, and you should play him. Uh, I don't think I'd play him in this matchup, though. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of diverting from what we're talking about here. But, uh, yeah, Tim Patrick, definitely a legitimate option in Denver. Um going to stay with uh, the receivers, the last receiver we got. I just mentioned that Jarvis Landry is going to be out, right, potentially out four to six weeks. Um, and Richard Higgins. I do think Richard Higgins is somebody that we should be looking at. Um, we don't know what the health of OBJ is. I'm assuming OBJ is going to start getting some playing time uh, next week. But Richard Higgins is another guy that's going to get – he's going to be the slot guy. Um Baker Mayfield is going to have to look for options. I mean, they, they're really a, a running game team, right? But I think Higgins is going to be elevated to that number two, uh, even at number three in the slot. If OBJ comes back, I don't think Higgins is an option long term. Um, but if OBJ is still out, Higgins kind of becomes that go-to number one guy, right? Um, there's not really an, another option in Cleveland. And if he's the number one, I think that will uh, fare very well for him. And going into next week's matchup, um, I do think that they're going to attempt to run the ball even more um, with the fact that they do not have Jarvis Landry. But the Bears have that run defense, right? Uh, that's the one thing that the Bears kind of hang their hat on is defensive play. So I do think they're going to have to try to get the uh, passing game a little bit more involved. And if Landry's out, OBJ doesn't play, I think that's going to f- uh, bode well for Higgins. He's going to get the targets. Uh, whether he makes good work of those targets, we'll have to wait and see, I guess. But uh, right now he's only rostering 18% of leagues. So you should be able to uh, get him, again, another guy that maybe you don't look to pick up on the waiver or if you do you're dropping him down a little bit um in your uh, waiver order but another guy that i think you can look at in deeper leagues we're talking like 12 team 14 team uh, if you're in a 10 team league there's a, a million players you can probably pick up um, but those deeper leagues i think richard higgins is definitely going to be a valuable option that uh, you can get without having to use that waiver option uh, and then this, let's switch it up to a guy I never, ever thought I would ever think to be someone who can be a valuable fantasy player. But we're talking Danny Dimes in New York. I mean, again, he's 0-2, right, in New York. But who like in fantasy, who gives a shit about their record? Record don't matter. 
Um, he played two really tough defenses in um, Denver and Washington, but yet he scored over 20 points both those weeks, right? If you went into the season thinking that, like like me, thinking that Ben Roethlisberger was going to have a year and you used a pick on him, like Jones is going to be available. He's available in 50% of leagues, so he's probably available in your league. Um, and he has that dual threat, right? That's the one thing with fantasy quarterbacks that you need to look at is that dual threat option. Like we took a Tyler Heineke um, for last week, thinking he's going to run the ball more. It, I mean, it didn't work out right, but he still th- had 26 points because he was just diming the Giants' defense up. Um, but guys that could run the ball and throw are just dynamic weapons. Like if you look at over in uh, Philly with Jalen Hurts, I don't <laughs> the dude can't throw the ball. I think he's had less than 200 yards both games, but yet he's averaging over 20 fantasy points just because of his gra- of, the, of his feet. Uh, getting those running running touchdowns. I think Daniel Jones is going to get those running touchdowns. They like to run with them. Um, th- that option with Barkley is going to open up again where they're doing a lot of RPOs and quarterback options. So uh, Daniel Jones is definitely somebody that I'm looking at in my leagues. Uh, I've already put some waiver claims in on him uh, in a couple, and I will be happy when I get him. Plus, Going into this week, you get the Falcons at home. You know what I mean? Like, I think Jones can be one of the top quarterbacks this week. Uh, I would say, like, top three. You know, I'd put him up there with, like, uh, Patrick Mahomes or Kyler Murray, um, you know, in that category of quarterback play. I just think he's going to have more. He's probably going to throw, my guess would be, like, 250 yards, three touchdowns, maybe 50, 60 yards rushing and a rushing touchdown. Uh, I think this is a real big breakout game for Daniel Jones when the Giants get their first win of the year. Um, and I know we don't talk defense as much, but I think defense is going to be a pivotal pivotal, pivotal um, thing that we need to look at because I mean, if you have a good defense out there, you can get yourself a good 15, 20 points. And that's just, you know, playing with house money at that point. Uh, And this shocked me, actually, when I was doing research for the show uh, this week. Uh, The Carolina Panthers defense is only rostered in 17% of of leagues. And this week they go against Houston uh, on Thursday night football. And on top of that, Tyrod Taylor is not playing. So you have basically a rookie quarterback making his first start on a short week with no, without their best weapon and a defense that can get to the quarterback. Um, the defense has been lights out. I don't think teams have scored in the first half yet against the Panthers this year, um, which is absolutely insane. I get it's the Jets that they played week one, uh, but they went and just dog walked the Saints, uh, who put a beat down on the Packers the week before. Um, so. I love the Panthers' defense this week. I think it's going to get you a lot of points. You're going to get a lot of turnovers. Uh, And if you have the opportunity, swoop the Panthers' defense. I think they're in line for a 15- to 20-point game. Um, Definitely go out and get Carolina's defense. Uh, And then the second team I want to talk about, man, I never, ever thought in my lifetime I would ever get to say this. But go out and roster the Las Vegas Raiders. I know it's it. That's I mean, let's wait a second and like make sure I am talking correctly. I am. You you have to get the Raiders this week. Uh, they're going in to a home game against Miami, um, and Miami off- offensively is already pretty bad. On top of that, you take Tua out of the game and you're bringing in Jacoby Brissett, who looked awful. Um, 
in his time that he did play against the uh, Bills last week. And the Raiders defense gets after it. Okay, they have five sacks this year. I think that's already more than they had last year. Uh, They had an interception last week with Mullins. um, And they're going to have more opportunities. Brissett is a very control-happy quarterback, really a check down. But he doesn't get a ton of yards, so the yards won't be there. Um, And on top of that, I think the Raiders' ground game gets going a little bit. Kenyon Drake has a little um, anger that he's going to get to take out. Again, another guy that you may want to play. Kenyon Drake is, uh, is available. Uh, in leagues and I think he should be played because this is like a revenge game for him Uh, but I digress into I think the Raiders are going to get a lot more pressure that's an Ngakwe got walked out of the game on Sunday without re-aggravating the injury so he's just going to have another week to get healthier which is good news for the Raiders because that pass rush is is dirty Uh, you got Max Crosby on one end um, Ngakwe on the other and then they can roll in Solomon Thomas who had two sacks Last week, I think this is going to be a three to four sack week uh, for the Raiders D, and it's really going to be a stamp um, for this team. At least it needs to be, and I think they're going to. Per- I think they're going to perform. Raiders are hot right now. The defense is a real big, uh, a real big uh, reason for that. And I, I know a lot of people said, "Well, they gave up 187 yards week one on the ground." I mean, it's Lamar Jackson. You know what I mean? Like. You're going to give up 150 to 200 yards rushing when you face the Ravens. Uh, that's just a given. Uh, but they were able to force fumbles. They were able to turn the ball over. I mean, three turnovers and uh, five sacks for the first two weeks, that's pretty solid performance. Uh, and, again, Raiders are only rostered in 5% of leagues. Uh, so definitely go out there and swoop up the Raiders if you need the defense. If you're like me, who just plays defensive matchups every week. I don't pick a defense to keep them for the year. I pick up matchups, um, and that's what I'm going to do. Just like I also think if you can get the Bears, that's an option too. They're available in a couple of my leagues, which is kind of shocking to me. But they had a big week last week, and I think that's going to continue going into this week. Before we move on into our next segment, let's get a word from one of our Taproom Sports Network affiliates. Do you like sports? Yeah. Do you like beer? Yeah. Well, the perfect podcast exists for you. Tune in every Monday as I, Jordan, stacks on stacks on stacks, lats. And me, Big Ball and Ben Larson, as we recap the weekend sports, preview upcoming games, and review quality craft brews on the Taproom Sports Podcast. Available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcast fix. Visit taproomsportspodcast.com for more info. you with a little uh, segment that I didn't really tease in the first half. Um, I want to hit you with the uh, new segment that I'm bringing to the show, Keep, Cut, Trade. All right, we got some players that have not really performed to where you drafted so far this year. And the questions I get a lot um, and I see on Twitter all the time is like, what do I do with these guys? So there's some guys that we're going to go over today. Um, This week it's going to be three players uh, that we're going to talk about. Um, If you guys have uh, questions for me, please reach out to me on Twitter uh, at EddieTSP. 
um, hit me up, hit up the tap from sports Twitter page, hit us up on Instagram. Uh, let me know what you think, uh, what you want me to break down for you. Uh, and that's what I'm going to do. So let's get kicked off. First, we're going to talk about George Kittle. Um, I know before the year it was like the big three, right? Kittle, Waller, Kelsey, which one do you want? Kittle was like the third of the big three. Um, and the reason being, he had 25 over 25 percent of targets uh in the last you know forever since jimmy g's gotten there um this year hasn't been that less than 20 percent of the target share for the first two weeks plus he has jimmy garoppolo as his quarterback man um and it makes it tough because you never know what kind of game you're going to get out of jimmy i think this week going forward though um Kittle's going to have his breakout game because they are down all those running backs, right? Um, so I think that they're going to have to use the – be more a little bit more creative uh, in a Shanahan offense, which I know that sounds a little interesting to hear, but I think they are going to have to get out there and, uh, you know, get the get the passing game going because I don't see any way that um, they can run the ball, especially with everybody basically that they have hurt uh and i think that the kittle targets are going to go up as he gets healthier as well so what am i doing with kittle right now well it's kind of simple um i'm going to keep him we got a sunday night game against the packers and the packers let's be honest man like i'm not too thrilled with their defense i think if it wasn't for the rain that the lions probably put up 30 points on him uh the lions were moving the ball uh and they're moving the ball well um so I'm going to play Kittle. Uh, I'm going to enjoy playing Kittle this week as I think he does have that breakout game. But I will say if a, if an offer comes around where somebody is desperate for Kittle and they think they can buy low and you get something that's worth um, making the deal, you can make that trade because there's some tight ends out there that are available. Uh, if you listen to any of my like preseason uh, spots that I do on other podcasts, there's guys out there that I think were valuable options. Um, that you can get later. Um, I mean, there was like Noah Fant was out there that was available. I mean, he's probably gone now, obviously. Um, but um, look at your tight end boards and look to see if there's a tight end available because really you're getting nine points a week right now from Kittle. Um, if you can improve and get, let's say, a running back or a quarterback or receiver somewhere uh, on the other side uh, and also get 9 to 10 points uh, from a Jared Cook, for example, in uh, in L.A. who's available, then I think, I think you make that move. I know I would. So if anybody out there is uh, in one of my leagues where I have Kittle, uh, you feel free to holler at me. He's available. Uh, <laughs> uh, and going forward, we're going to go with Saquon Barkley. I mean, first-round draft, right? First-round draft pick. I mean, he's taking 1-6. Um, you expect more than 12 points through two weeks. Um, and, like, last week it looked a little bit better, right? He had uh, 13 carries, I think 54 yards. But keep in mind, one of those carries, he got 31 yards on one carry. And he had 12 carries for, like, 20 yards for the rest of the game after that. Like, it's... It, it's not necessarily a him thing. I don't think he looked good. Like he looks healthy. I think it's more of a, a Giants offensive line thing. Uh, now they were facing Washington, and they did go against Denver. So like the two legitimate toughest matchups he's probably going to have all year. Um, so I think we might be jumping the gun a little early. Obviously you don't cut Saquon, um, but 
I do think you you can keep. I think you play him this week going against Atlanta. We talked about it earlier with Daniel Jones, uh, so that'll help. But he's got to be a matchup guy going forward. I think if you're playing a def a good run defense team, you can't really play Saquon. So in that case, I would look to trade him. Um, I would look to, to dish Saquon out, try to get two players for him because you can still get value for him because of the name. And I do think he's going to perform next week. So if you wait till after this week. Uh, when he's going to probably put up 20 to 25 against uh, the Falcons, then look to deal him because he's going to be a matchup guy. If you're, he got to play Washington one more time. Uh, the Eagles' defense looks really good. Uh, it looks like they can stop the run as well. So uh, definitely look to get rid of Saquon. It sounds weird, but I think you can get value for him. So Saquon's definitely a trade target. Um, and last on the list, we got Brandon Ayuk from the Niners. I know this is like a Niners-heavy board, but let me tell you one thing. Do not get rid of Ayuk. And for this one reason, the Niners don't have any running backs. We've kind of hammered this on the show so far. He's going to be their running back. I know it sounds weird. I know you don't believe me, but I think they're going to do a lot of creative plays. Like he's kind of in that Cordero Patterson mode uh, for Shanahan. He's done it in the past where he's uh, taking carries out of the backfield. I think he can do it again, and I think they're going to have to. Like who else are you going to throw out there? Trenton Cannon? Like I don't. Like you can't use him and try to beat the Packers on Sunday Night Football. It's just not going to work. Um, Ayuk's going to get more carries. He's going to get carries. He's going to get more involved in the, in the roster. And this is the guy you can hold on to. I, I think you play him this week uh, and just see how production goes. Um, and going forward, he might be a matchup guy. You know what I mean? Like He could be um, a guy that you're going to play on specific uh, matchups. Uh, again, he has that... Um, that Jimmy Garoppolo crutch and Debo Samuel looks like to be their number one guy. I think Jimmy G trusts Debo and that's where he's going to go with the ball most of the time. So Ayuk's going to be that guy that they need um, for the creative plays. Um, so this week, I think you definitely play Ayuk. Um, after this week, evaluate. If you can get a trade offer for him, uh, I think I think that's the route that you want to go. I know I teased you with a little bit of the Fantasy Football Podcast League recap, and that's what we're going to get you now. Um, if you've been following, we have three different podcasts into a eight-team Fantasy Football League. We got the Garbage Time Football Garbage Time Podcast uh, that has three teams involved. We have Beer-Fueled Fantasy Football. Uh, two teams involved and we have taproom sports uh the home for all your favorite podcasts and where we have three teams involved as well after two weeks of the league we have two undefeated teams remaining i am not one of them i got absolutely slaughtered by jordan uh who uh had decided to put up 170 points for the second consecutive week uh and then the other undefeated team we have football garbage time sneaking out a win against team hopper uh 127 to 116 uh right now as the standing stand we have um jordan and is in first place in the east with uh two teams tied at one and one uh that would be myself and fxp king who had the biggest week of fantasy football i think i may have ever seen with 203 points in a in a ppr league uh just absolutely absolutely incredible uh it helps when you have derrick henry going off for about 50 uh tom brady you know he's got pretty much 
uh, Brady, Evans, Eckler. Again, this is an eight-team team, eight-team league, so you're gonna have games like that. Uh, and I went up against, you know, Patrick Mahomes, Cooper Cup, um, Travis Kelsey. He went with the uh, All Chiefs roster. Smart move, you know. You're going to get those points with the Chiefs. And, you know, I have the Pittsburgh defense, and you're not going to get many, you're not going to win many games when you're getting negative one uh, with the Pittsburgh defense because they fucking stink and they win against the Raiders. Um, so, like I said, if you guys want to check out the uh, the league, uh, just go to ESPN Fantasy Football, uh, look up the official podcast league l um that is the uh official name you can just type it in uh look up to see who your favorite uh podcasts are doing see their team see where we are see the moves we're making uh and give a shit on twitter that's kind of what we're looking for here we want uh we want to just show who's the best who's the smartest and uh you know, so far, not so good for your boy here. Um, but we're going to bounce back. We'll be in it next week. Um, so uh, stay tuned. Uh, listen next week to find out how we did. Or just go and take a look on ESPN. You know, uh, take a look. You Go ahead and talk some smack. You guys are all able to make comments. Uh, that's kind of what we're looking for here. So um, please, please do us a favor and get involved. That's what we want to do. And, again, I want to point out to you guys um, – you know, go ahead and get involved in uh, get involved with me here on the uh, on Twitter. You know, Eddie at at Eddie TSP. I want to know what you're thinking, what your thoughts are. What do you think of my waiver options? Uh, who do you want to see as guys that you want to pick up? Who do you want to see as guys that who should you play type thing? Um, that used to be a segment on the show. Uh, now I just want you to hit me up on Twitter. We may do a who to play, who not to play. Uh, episode as we get closer to the end of the week uh, that's still undecided but if that's something you guys want to see please let me know and I'll be happy to do so um, but without further ado let's get into the final segment of the show and that is our daily fantasy lineup uh, this week I'm coming at you this is a Yahoo daily fantasy um, and in Yahoo they give you a certain dollar amount to be honest I'm not 100% sure what the dollar amount was uh, but I'll be better at that for next week. Um, but let me get you, let me get it started right away. So at first, we're gonna go with my quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, paying thirty eight bucks uh, to get Patrick Mahomes this week. Going against the Chargers, I believe this is gonna be an absolute shootout. Both offenses can move the ball. Chiefs defense has no talent. Uh, they're giving up yards at an unbelievable rate, uh, and it's an AFC West matchup. AFC West matchups usually relate, usually are good games. They're usually high-scoring affairs, um, and I see this one going the same way. So we're taking Patrick Mahomes uh, with our quarterback option uh, at running back. We're gonna stick with that same game. We're going Austin Eckler, twenty-nine dollars, uh, picking me up a solid running back who's gonna get points in receiving, gonna get points in rushing. He's probably gonna get at least one to two tutties. Uh, uh, this week as well again high scoring game uh, but because we are spending a lot of money on Eckler $29 and Mahomes at 38 we had to find a way to save some money so we're going Kareem Hunt uh, Kareem Hunt for 18 bucks going against Chicago this week. Uh, I do think that uh, they're going to have to get a little bit more creative in Cleveland uh, to get some points on the board. Uh, just handing it to Nick Chubb is not going to work. And like I mentioned before. Um, Landry's out so they're going to use Hunt I believe even more in the passing game um, 
So expect Hunt to have a big game, dude. I really think for the value of 18 bucks, you're going to get a lot out of Kareem Hunt. Um, so let's get into the wide receivers. I mentioned him earlier in the show. We're going to start with Tim Patrick. Uh, going against the Jets in Denver, he's had a touchdown, averaging 12 over 12 fantasy points his first two games, and I think he's going to get more involved this week. Uh, maybe like five catches, 75 yards, but for 15 bucks, I'm going to get. You're going to tell me I'm going to get 12 to 15 points out of it. I think it's pretty solid in my opinion. Uh, then we're going to move to the next wide receiver position. Three receivers you're able to select. Um, so I'm going to take Juju Smith-Schuster going to, uh, in uh, Pittsburgh to play the Cincinnati Bengals, who I still am not sold on their defense. And I think that Juju is going to get a little bit more involved in the offense. He had a rushing touchdown last week, which was kind of creative and exciting to see because that means they're just trying to get Juju the ball more. Um, and he's still the number one guy out in Pittsburgh. So um, for 19 bucks, I'm swooping up Juju Smith-Schuster. And that leaves me uh, to pick up Keenan Allen uh, for $26. And again, in that high-scoring Chiefs uh, Chargers game, I'm telling you this is going to be the highest-scoring game of the week. Uh, you got to have players in this game. And that's basically what I do, and you're going to see that uh, with my next pick here. Uh, my next pick, I just took the highest, most expensive tight end in the game, uh, and Travis Kelsey. He had one of the greatest touchdowns I think I've ever seen from a tight end. And just a very athletic play. Mahomes is going to give him the ball. 100%. Mahomes is going to look for him to get him the ball. And Kelsey's just like an automatic, right? And you can get him for 31 bucks. If you look at the receivers that you're getting for that same range, I mean, it's going to, it's the value at tight end is just so much higher, uh, which leaves us with the flex option. So I kind of spent a lot of money, you know, with Kelsey, uh, Keenan Allen, Eckler, and Mahomes. So I have to get someone cheap. And for 12 bucks, you can pick up Henry Ruggs this week uh, going against Miami, uh, who, um, you know, let's face it, Miami's defense struggled. Gave up 35 points last week against Buffalo. Um, they gave up yards in the air, gave up yards on the ground. Uh, and the Raiders' offense is clicking right now. Henry Ruggs got it going, had a big touchdown there to kind of seal the game. And I think that's going to be like the MO for him. But the nice thing I saw with Ruggs is he was getting open on other plays. They had him doing hitch routes. They had him doing slants. They had him doing over-the-field uh, drag routes. And he was getting open for all of them. They're getting finding ways to get Henry Ruggs the ball. And I think for 12 bucks, with the potential that he can have of like a five-catch, 130 yards, and a touchdown game, you got to take the, take the risk on a guy like Ruggs. Um, and finally, we're going into um, our defense. And our defense, I'm getting for 12 bucks as well. We're going to Cleveland. Uh, we're getting the Cleveland Browns here going against Chicago with Andy Dalton being out. You got um, the Fields coming in to make his first NFL start, going to Cleveland in the dog pound. It's not going to be a pleasant environment for him. And he was awful. He only had 60 yards and he came into the game throwing, and he looked terrible. Um, the Bears offense isn't necessarily a solid offense to begin with. And um, I think the Browns are going to have some turnovers. They're going to do what the uh, Patriots did to Zach Wilson last week. Maybe not to the extent of like four picks and all that, but Miles Garrett's going to have a day. And I think uh, Fields is going to be looking up and seeing Garrett in his face kind of all week. So, um, yeah, that is my fantasy, daily fantasy lineup. So let me just run it back one more time. We got Patrick Mahomes, Kareem Hunt, Austin Eckler, Keenan Allen, Juju Smith-Schuster, Tim Patrick, Travis Kelsey, Henry Ruggs, and last but not least, the Cleveland Brands. 
And hey, man, that's the show. What do you guys think of a Tuesday edition of the Weekend Waiver Wire? Is it the Weekday Waiver Wire? Is it something new? Stay tuned. Keep an eye on the Twitter because I want to have an announcement about the Weekend Waiver Wire coming up. Um, it will be moving to this night. So Tuesday night is going to be the new night, or Tuesday morning, excuse me, will be the new day for the Weekend Waiver Wire. So uh, thank you all for tuning in. Thank you all for riding with me. I love you all. You guys are the best. Have a good weekend, and let's get some dubs here this week. Remember, there's only one thing that you need to do every Sunday. Fix your lineups and drink some beautiful craft brews that you can get from Tavour. Use tap use promo code Taproom and get twenty. I think it's twenty five bucks off of your first purchase, or ten bucks off your first purchase. I forget what it is, but you use the promo code Taproom, you're getting free beer, and that's all that really matters. So once again, I'm Steady Eddie. And this is the Weekend Waiver Wire Tuesday edition. Please.